Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Love to shop and eat? With a dozen food stands and even more local vendors, there's always something fresh, friendly, and fun at the Markets at Hanover. For hours and events, visit marketsathanover.com. Welcome to Why Do Catholics, the podcast from Catholics that talks about what Catholics believe. My name is Rachel Bryson, and I'm your host. Thank you all for listening to this week's special episode of Why Do Catholics. During the month of October, it's Respect Life Month, so we are having some special guests on our program to talk about respect life issues. And for this episode, we have Eric Failing. He's the executive director of the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference, which is the legislative lobbying social issues arm of the Catholic diocese here within Pennsylvania. So Eric, Welcome to the program. Thank Thanks you. for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a big honor. So can you, uh, I guess, start us off by talking a little bit about what the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference is and what sure. you do? Sure. So the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference, we're officially the public affair arms of all the bishops in Pennsylvania. We do all of our work before the legislature here in Pennsylvania, the executive branch, and we also do a little bit of work in, in D.C. as well. So effectively, we are lobbying on issues. So for those who may or may not be familiar with what lobbying really is, our job is to monitor all legislation that is introduced in the state and try to find what bills that the church should be involved in. We have a very broad base of legislation that we're following, that we're tracking, that we're advocating for or against, really on any number of issues that would impact people in Pennsylvania. We believe, as Catholics, that everybody should be treated in a loving and fair way, regardless of any of their statuses, and that's what we do. So we, we lobby on pro-life, we lobby on poverty, human trafficking, education, health care, you name it, we, we're doing it. Okay. And uh, now since October is Respect Life mm-hmm. Month, I know we, we wanted to chat about respect life issues and, and you know, any, any bills that might be before our, our legislature. Sure. And, and I guess the work that the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference is doing in the avenue of respect life, which it's not just abortion. There's many different categories that can fall under respect life. Oh, absolutely. If you want to call them your traditional respect life bills or pro-life bills, we have actually more out this session that are moving than we've had in many, many years. We have a brand new majority leader in the House, Representative Brian Cutler from our diocese, and he is strongly pro-life. So he has been amazing to work with. We also have two chairwomen in critical positions there in the Senate Health and, and House Health Committees who are both very pro-life as well, as well as a slate of legislators, Republican and Democrat, quite frankly, that are very pro-life and and eager to try to do whatever they can to to move the issue forward. One of our flagship bills that we've been advocating on since last session, we reintroduced it this session, is a bill we call it the Down Syndrome Protection Act. Very simply in Pennsylvania, under the Abortion Control Act, you can have an abortion for any reason up to what they would call viability. Now, of course, we don't support that, but Within that uh, that time frame, there is one reason that the, the the state will not allow an abortion, and that is for sex selection. Right? Mm-hmm. You can't say, "Oh, you're going to have a boy. Mm, don't want it," uh, and I, I I want to abort. So, what the Down Syndrome Protection Act does is add one other clause to that, saying you cannot abort for sex selection or because of a Down syndrome diagnosis. Okay. Um, you know what we are seeing, and it's it's horrific and tragic. Fewer and fewer births of uh, children with Down syndrome. And it's horrific because it's not that 
as Iceland said, they cured Down syndrome. Well, they didn't. They just abort all the babies that are diagnosed. So that's one of our flagship bills. It actually passed the House. It's sitting over in Senator Brooks's uh, committee right now in the Senate, so we hope to get that out soon. We have another piece of legislation we worked on with Chairwoman Rapp from House Health. It also passed. It's uh, Again, it's in, in the Senate and Senator Brooks's committee, and it's a, it's a perinatal hospice bill. Mm-hmm. So in that horrible circumstance where the doctor comes in and tells mom and dad, I I don't think your baby is going to survive either to birth or after birth will not survive very long. What do you want to do? Oftentimes we know doctors will pressure for the abortion. Mm-hmm. Perinatal Hospice uh, Act just says in those situations, they would have to provide the parents with information on local hospice resources for the child. Um, so we think it's a, it's, it's a very good bill. We have a, um, a press conference coming up uh, the end of October on the 21st up in the Capitol where we're going to unveil a, a, a bill in the House and, and the Senate companion bills is what we call them, uh, fetal heartbeat. So once you detect the, uh, the heartbeat of a child, you cannot have the abortion. And we're really excited about that. We're trying to bring in the equipment so we can do a, a live ultrasound and the techs are working so that uh, we'll be able to hear the heartbeat you know, during that. So we're very excited about that. You know, in, in Harrisburg, there's so many bills, you always want to try to put a face mm-hmm. on the issue. In this case, we're going to try to put a sound you know, to the issue because, I mean, how, how can you deny there is life when you hear the sound of a beating heart? You know, and it's just, it's just, it, it, it's, it's an amazing thing. I remember when I first, I mean, saw the, the ultrasound of my son, you know, and, and the doctor said, there's his heart, it's beating. And it was, it was, I still get emotional over it. And he's graduated from college. He's an old man now, but, but I still remember that. Back when he was cute and innocent. No, um, no, he's a good kid. We also have um, a fetal remains bill that was just introduced by Representative Frank Ryan, also from the Harrisburg Diocese. Great guy, devout Catholic, very pro-life. A recent Supreme Court case, U.S. Supreme Court case that went through said, look, you have to, to treat the remains as that of, of human remains. And of course, we believe that, um, but the law doesn't respect it right now. So we have this bill introduced. We know the highest court in the land agrees with us. It's just going to be a matter of trying to get it through. Mm-hmm. You know, gotcha. prospect-wise on these bills, we can't do it without the support of the faithful. I talk to a lot of legislators and even the one, and I think the most tragic ones are the ones who say, Eric, I, I get it. I'm pro-life. I, I support you guys, but I'm afraid that if I cast that vote, I'm going to lose my seat. I'm afraid I'm going to lose the election. You know, and we, we try to work with them as much as we can, but unless they hear from constituents, unless they hear from the people in their districts, they're afraid of the votes. Mm-hmm. They, they really are. So we need to give them, you know, what we like to call political cover to let them know, no, it's okay. You have people in your districts that this means a lot too. So yeah, it's, we always try to get folks to call their local reps and their local senators. Okay. Yeah. And as far as where people can find that information? Is it sure, available sure. online? Absolutely. Or? You can go to the state website. We also invite you to go to our website as well that you can go to at, at any time. We have resources there, not only to tell you what bills that we're following and, and working on and so forth, but we have a, what we call an advocacy network that you can sign up for. And anything that's, that's happening that's big, we will send you uh, updates and say, you know, please contact your, your member. Um, your House member, your Senate member. And if you don't know who they are, that's okay. You can type in your address and um, it'll, it'll take you right to it. Just fill out the form and, and send it in. And our address is very easy. It's just pacatholic.org. 
So nice, nice. Yeah, see, and this is we're in radio land, so you guys can't see me, which is probably good. But you know, I'm sitting across from Rachel, and and she's looking at me like, "Wow, this guy just can talk forever." <laughs> But I'm a lobbyist. That's kind of what I'm paid to do, I guess. So. <laughs> you know, we also have um, another thing we're very excited about. We we have just partnered with the National March for Life uh, group, um, along with a, a group we work with all the time called the Pennsylvania Family Institute. And the three of us have gotten together. We're going to host the first ever Pennsylvania March for Life. It's going to be on May the 18th. It's going to be in the, our capital city in Harrisburg. And we're expecting a lot. I mean, we're we told them to plan for 7,000 people. To show up. It's a major election year, of course, so there'll be a lot of interest around it. We're very excited about it. We, we need to show up to the Capitol as the faithful and let legislators know that life is important from natural mm-hmm. conception to natural death in all aspects. So yeah, we're excited about it. So come on out. There, yeah. There's my shameless plug. <laughs> Perfectly all right. And I know that a lot of, you know, we have a lot of other states that do a state Mm-hmm. March for Life, yeah. in addition to the national one. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, from our diocese, we have you know several parishes that will send mm-hmm. buses down, and mm-hmm. some of our schools even send buses down yep. to the national March for Life. So this right. is certainly big news. It's exciting news. Uh, and you've given us that 7,000 number. So I want to challenge all of our listeners. Let's all work together to surpass that number. That would be wonderful. You know, in Harrisburg, when when the rallies happen, especially the ones that are that should be the big rallies, if you don't show big numbers, it will actually strengthen the opposition. So we need folks to come to this. Mm-hmm. This is this is a big deal. Our elected leaders, honestly, they, politics being what it is, I really do think and I really do believe that the elected leaders want to do the right thing. They just need encouragement and they need support from us, from the faithful. They need to know that we're there, that we're praying for them, and that we're, we're trying to work with them. Well, thank you, Eric, so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you giving your time uh, to speak to our listeners about all of the the pro-life legislative work going on in our state. And certainly thank you and, and all of your team at the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference for the work that you're doing to you know protect life, uh, as you said, from conception through natural death here in our state. Well, thank you very much for bringing us in. We're always willing to come back and talk about any number of legislative issues. So Thank you for the invitation. Perfect. Well, thank you all for listening to this week's special episode of Why Do Catholics? You can find more episodes online, and we'll see you next time. 